Hey guys, it's Brittany. Welcome back to No Filter Podcast. Um, I hope everybody got home safe. Um, Akron listeners, I hope you got home safe. I know it's like a winter weather advisory out there, so hope everybody got home safe and hope you're home and in bed like me. <laughs> but um, anyways, so last episode, uh, I talked about social media. And how people put up a facade to make it seem like they're something they're not. Um, This episode, I want to talk about something that kind of ties into that, which is um, the internet period and bullying. Uh, I know you guys probably heard, I'm going to start with this story. I know you guys probably heard because it was, it literally went viral, it was all over the internet the video um, regarding the boy Keaton Jones. And if you haven't seen it, it was a video Keaton's mother recorded of him talking about how he had gotten bullied at school. And in the video, it's apparent he has some sort of disability. I'm not sure what it is, but, um, you know, he was saying how kids are talking about him and, how, um, how, you know, people, just because people are different, that, you know, people shouldn't bother people because they're different because they can't help it. Everything he was saying was true. And this video was literally, uh, it was, it was really sad. Like it, it literally tugged at my heart. Cause I'm like, Jesus, like he was really upset about it. It, it was a really sad video. And he was talking about how he felt about when people bully him. It was terribly sad. Um, a lot of celebrities have posted the video. They reposted the video. And, um, you know, just basically saying that they're standing by this boy. And, you know, they felt bad for him because, like I said, the video was horribly sad. Um, uh, celebrities like Cardi B, LeBron James, Justin Bieber, just to name a few. And then, like... Um, I think the mom started a GoFundMe, you know, after that. And the GoFundMe raised over $56,000, you know, just for this boy. Like, the video was really sad, I'm telling you guys, if you haven't seen it. But anyways, um, the story of this boy, it ended up becoming, like, this huge controversy of the mom being a racist or that this was a racist family you know and it was crazy because like like I said so many celebrities reached out to him and like he you know they were inviting him to the games they were inviting him to you know concerts and flying him out places just to make him feel good and it turns out allegedly I'm not sure if this is true but it turns out and what it looks like is that the family are racist and people are saying this because um they looked up the mom's facebook somebody looked up the mom's facebook and they saw that there were pictures of the family with confederate flags um there were you know racist not racist but comments that the mom had made you know it, it just did not look good. Comments that the mom had made about butthurt Americans and just all kind of stuff, you know. It was 
it was a mess. So, um, and they even said that, like, the mom's sister, and even today I heard that the dad is a white supremacist that's in jail. And when I say white supremacist, like, he has a page that literally talks about, like, he's racist, and he says it on his, you know, Instagram pages or whatever. But, um, yeah, so, you know, it turned out that, you know, the family were racist. And then on top of that, they were saying that the reason why he was getting bullied, allegedly, is because he was calling someone the N-word. Now, I have not personally, I didn't read anything about that, so I'm not sure how true that is. But, but anyways, like I said, I'm not sure how true that was. But uh, people were saying that he was the reason he was being bullied is because he was being racist towards other students. Not sure how true that is. I haven't actually read that anywhere. It's just alleged. But anyways, um, they. Oh, also, um, MMA fighter Joe Schilling. He tried to. He got in touch with the mom, and he. Um, Keaton Jones' mom, and um, he told her, you know, I want to fight you guys out. I want you to come to my next fight, this, that, and the third. And the mom declined the offer, but she said that um, he can send money. So a lot of people were saying that. And he actually, Joe Schilling, he actually made a video saying, you know, this is what happened. Like, you know, he said she was only out for money and she was saying how she's a single mother and how Christmas is coming up. And, you know, it kind of just all seemed like it was a big scam. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I still kind of feel like, you know, even if this all is true, at the end of the day, he still doesn't deserve to get bullied. But, if it all is true, his mother should be ashamed of herself, you know, for using this this story of your poor son being bullied to make money off of it, you know, kind of messed up. But um, anyways, so they caught up with the mom um, and they asked her about her post as far as the family taking pictures with Confederate flags and, you know. They asked, was she racist? And um, she wrote that her posts were meant to be ironic and funny, not racist. And I saw the pictures and I saw the posts. I didn't find anything uh, funny about it, to be honest. Um, then they asked her, you know, they got into more detail asking her about... Um, the photos of her with the confederate flag and she said um those are the only two photos on this planet of me where i'm anywhere near a confederate flag she also said that she spent her life being bullied and judged for not being racist (sighs) yeah i don't know um, it just kind of sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. If you ask me, it just kind of sounds like she's trying to apologize now because, you know, all these people have reached out and 
Oh, and then uh, it turned out that the the GoFundMe ended up being a um a scam. Like somebody made up the GoFundMe, the one that raised fifty six thousand dollars. It turned out to be somebody who wasn't even related to Keaton or anything. So that's another um, that goes to my next point about how the internet can be deceiving. Like people will post stuff. And it could be so far from the truth, but if it looks like it's the truth, if it looks anywhere near like it's the truth, or if it sounds like, if it sounds entertaining, people will run with it. And um, one of my favorite people on radio, Charlemagne the God, he always says, the, no one believes the truth if the lie is more entertaining. And that statement is so true. It's so true. If a lie is more entertaining and it's on the internet, people are going to run with that lie. They're not going to even try and dig up the truth, you know? And that happens all the time. But anyways, um, yeah, this story went viral. It blew up. You know, people were all looking into, you know, this boy's life and, you know, it got reposted so many times and it just kind of made me think that, you know, recently there were a lot of other bullying stories that came out, but for some reason this one blew up. And I think it probably had a lot to do with the video because the video was pretty sad. And I just wanted to know, you know, how come these other stories about kids being bullied didn't get as much media coverage as this story did. Um, I read a story a little bit before this story came out about a little girl named Ashanti Davis. Um, She's 10 years old and she got bullied almost. I'm not sure how often it was, but she was getting bullied at school and, um, she ended up getting to a fight because of it. And this little girl was only 10 years old, I believe. And um, she got into a fight. They were, the, one of the kids recorded the fight and then posted it on this app called Musical.ly. And I guess uh, Musical.ly is like a, a social media site for her kids. And, you know, she got so embarrassed after it was posted, she ended up hanging herself. And, you know, that story really, when I heard it, I'm like, what, 10 years old and you hung yourself? You know, when I was 10 years old, I wasn't, I didn't even know anything about that, you know? And it's really sad because, you know, kids this day and age are exposed to things like that more, you know? Really sad. And, um, you know, RIP to that little girl, but... I just want to know how come this, that story didn't get as much media coverage as this other story did, you know, because it's way more drastic. But um, anyways, my next point would be about the app called Musical.ly. And um, it's, I guess, it's social media for kids. And to me, social media, I feel like you really have to be a certain age. Like, I know a lot of my little cousins, they were like, you know, 11 and 
And even my stepson, he's 11 years old, and he has a Facebook, which I think is too young to have a Facebook. You know, social media, like I said, you could put up this facade. I think you really have to be a certain age to handle it, you know. I, you know, I always thought in my head, like, yeah, you know, I want my daughter. Maybe she'll be 12 or 13 before I let her have a Facebook. I don't even think that age would be. I think 15, you know, 14, 15, no, 15. (laughs) Because if you think about it, certain things that you're exposed to on the Internet is crazy. And then they have a social media for kids. And, you know, kids are posting fights on there. And I don't even think I would want my child to be on that. And I didn't know anything about it until I asked one of the girls I work with. And she was telling me that her daughter uses Musical.ly. And I'm like, that's the app about that article I read about that little girl. And, you know, I'm like, no. You know, my daughter, I got three girls, guys. So I don't know what I'm going to do when it comes to this whole social media thing, but I'm definitely, I really have to make sure they're mature enough and that they can actually handle what is on there. And I'm going to be on there all the time checking it too. So yeah, I'm going to be that mom. And so what? (laughs) But anyways, that's my thought on kids and social media. Like, I really feel like kids have to be old enough to handle it. Because it, it, it's a lot. It can be a lot. Um, you know, especially with now people are finding ways to bully kids on the Internet, posting fights and posting, you know, embarrassing pictures or video. You know, kids are cruel, you know, posting videos of kids getting picked on and beat up. You know, I don't know, because if I, you know, I, I'm that parent where if I find out you know, you've done something to my child or where I'm going to have to be upset about it, I'm that parent that will show up to the school, okay? <laughs> they're going to be, they're going to hate me. But anyways, um, but anyways, um, this brings me to my next point. I want to talk about childhood bullying. Now, um, I know everybody has probably been bullied at some point in their lives, and um, it's just a part of life, sort of, but um, I wanted to share one of my bullying stories with you guys, um, a story that I, I was bullied, I was probably about, I may have been about 12 or 13 years old, and that lets you know, maybe 14, I don't know, but I'm 28 now, and I still remember the shit like it was yesterday. That lets you know that bullying is traumatizing sometimes. It can be traumatizing, you know. It's, it usually is what causes people's insecurities and, you know, things like that. But um, I do have a bullying story. I was in middle school. I was in seventh grade, and it was this, it was my English class. And it was this guy in there who he always had something to say when I came in every day. And it was usually little things or whatever. You know, he would say little stuff about like, you know, what I had on or, you know, um, I have a gap. He would always talk about my gap or... um. 
just anything like he always has something to say and usually I would ignore it or you know I'll do like a little little clap back a little something but it was never nothing major and when he talked about me you know it kind of was embarrassing but a lot of the time it was just like whatever um but um I was in seventh grade and for some reason this day he was on like some complete trash not sure what happened to him and the crazy thing was he was one of those guys where it was I literally could have torn him to shreds just because he was so easy to clap back at like he had you know these braids that like stopped in the middle of his head he had a speech impediment (laughs) you know I would always notice he wore like the same clothes over and over like literally like he'll wear a shirt two days in a row and I never said anything about it I was just like you know whatever I always was you know, the kind, the kind hearted person. I never wanted to hurt anybody's feelings, even if they were hurting mine. But this day, I don't know what he was on, but he was on some complete trash. And I, you know, like I said, I never really responded as much, but this day had to be done. So anyways, I walked in the class and of course, as soon as I came in, he was looking me up and down, trying to figure out something, you know, to talk shit about. And I already knew because that morning I had breakfast at school and I spilled milk, chocolate milk on my shirt, like a little, it was like a little, you know, spot, a couple spots of chocolate milk. And, um, he was like, oh, why you always got stains on your clothes? Mind you, I've never had stains on my clothes and I came to school and this was the only day he was like, uh, you got a stain on your shirt, but you don't wash your clothes or something. So. I let that one slide. I'm like, uh, you know, I spilled chocolate milk on my shirt at breakfast, <laughs> whatever. Turned to my friend, started talking to her. So we had to split up in groups and it was six people in each group. So of course he ended up being in my group. So he's in my group. Boom. We were sitting next to this other group of people where there was also six people. So we're talking, going back and forth, you know, not doing work. We were just talking. And he just started going in on me. Like, he got everybody's attention. Then he goes, oh, hey, guys, you know, she spilled chocolate milk on her shirt. You know, you know, he bought everybody's attention to that. Then, he, you know, he gets everybody's attention. Mind you, it's like two tables, so it's about 12 people, 10 or 12 people involved in this conversation. So he's like, oh, look at her teeth. Why don't you get braces? I don't understand why you get, why why you don't get braces. So, you know, I'm starting to get even more ticked off. So I'm like, you know, shut up. You know, I'm just like, shut up anyways. So I'm talking to my friends, you know, I turn my back to him. Then he goes, oh yeah, um, his little sister and my little sister, I have two little sisters, And they all were on the same cheerleading squad. So he saw, you know, he's seen my mom and my two sisters before, you know, because he would be at the, you know, the practices or whatever. So he goes, "Um, yeah, um, 
I saw your mom and your sisters, and why are they cute and you're ugly? Now, me growing up, my sisters, they looked more like my mom, and me, I looked more so like my dad. My mom, you know, my two sisters, they were more, you know, lighter skinned and, you know, thin, and then me, I was the brown and pleasantly plump, <laughs> whatever, but, um, you know, he brought that up, and, and, you know, I always felt that way, but nobody actually ever said it, so he goes, and he goes, yeah, how come your mom is cute, and your sisters are cute, and you're ugly, why are you the ugly one, so I'm like, the, you know, I'm starting to get really pissed now, so I'm like, you know what, let's do it, let's go, let's go, you about to get it, like, I was mad, so I'm like, you know what, you need to shut the fuck up, because, and, you know, I went in, I went in on them braids, I went in on the fact that he wears the same clothes every day, and he used to stink sometimes, I went in about that, I I went in about his speech impediment, like, I went in, I just went in, and I don't remember exactly what I said, but I know for a fact I hurt his feelings because everybody in that group that he was trying to make laugh, which they were laughing when he was talking about me, but once I went in on him, people, oh, they were on the ground, cracking up, slapping it. Like, it was sweet revenge, okay? But deep down inside, I still, you know, I felt kind of bad. Like, I felt like, damn. No, I shouldn't have said that about him. I felt bad about it. You know, even though, you know, like I said, he had been talking about me every day. He always had something to say. And this day he really embarrassed me when he said that. And how I felt bad about it. But I tell you what, he never talked about me again. He, from that day, the next day, he never said a word bad about me again. Like, literally, I think, like, the next day we had that class, he was like, oh, what's up? Like, he act like, he act like it never happened, but he did not, he didn't disrespect me anymore. So, um... You know, sometimes you hit those points. And and like I said, I didn't feel good about it. But after he stopped talking about me, I was like, okay. You know, maybe maybe it did work. But um, that was my bullying story when I got bullied. But I'm not even about to sit up here and play the victim. Like, I didn't bully somebody else, too. So... I have a story where I bullied somebody, and this one is going to be a little shorter, but I I used to bully this guy. Um, We were in high school. I was in, like, ninth grade, and I always used to talk about him. I used to talk about his shoes all the time. I I don't know why I did it, and I think it was because he never said nothing. He never said nothing when I talked about him. And I always was like, ah, oh, you know, look at his shoes. And his shoes weren't that bad. I just talk shit all the time. And one day um, I was talking about him. He had a crush on my friend. I always used to talk about his shoes in front of my friend. And one day she just was like, Brittany. 
you need to stop talking about him. What did he ever do to you? What did he ever do to you? All you do is talk about him. But yeah, my friend was like, Brittany, what did he ever do to you? What did he ever do to you? Why are you always talking about him? You just talk about him so bad for no reason. He never did nothing to you. And I sat there and thought but thought about it. I like I asked myself, like, why do I talk about him? I literally had no reason to talk about this boy. And he never said anything back to me. He just kind of just like, you know, he'll kind of laugh and look down. And he looked embarrassed. And, you know, I sat there. I thought, like, damn. Why am I talking about him? I I didn't have a reason, but I did. And when she said that to me, she like she checked me and I was just like, you know what? I don't even know. So what I did was cuz I I thought about how I felt when, you know, the guy used to bully me. Um I thought about how I felt and I wrote him a note. You know, back in the day, we used to write notes. We didn't have all this texting and stuff. This is before texting. I wrote him a note, and I I apologized to him. And when I went to give him the note, he just looked at me like, what? Like, what are you going to do now? Like, what? You know, and I was like, I want you to read this. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about you or anything. And I wrote him a note. I told him I apologized. I was like, I really didn't have a reason to talk about him. And, you know, I saw him in between classes, you know, a couple hours later. And he's like, I really appreciate that because you really kind of used to hurt my feelings when you did that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, I had to get checked. I really don't know why I did it. So, you know, that kind of felt good to me when I did that. And and honestly, since then, I really, I really didn't, I wasn't that person until... Unless I felt like I had to be that person, you know, unless I felt like somebody needed to be taken up for, which I have a story about that, too. (laughs) In high school, um, I think I may have been in like 11th grade at this point. And um, this girl, she used to always get bullied. She was very quiet. Um, and people used to bully her all the time, you know, talk about her hair. And she was really, she was dark skinned and people used to always talk about how dark she was and her hair and just all kind of stuff. And, um, me and her had a class together. She sat next to me and it was actually two girls that I was friends with and, um, they were just talking about her and, um, and they did it often. I just never said anything. And, uh. They they were just talking about her, talking about her hair, talking about just all kind of stuff. And I finally just turned around like, shut up. Like, why are y'all talking about her? What? Which, you know, they were like, what? I'm like, why are y'all talking about her? She literally came in here, sat down, and started doing her work. There's no reason for you guys to be talking about her. And they kind of sat there like, so? Like, why do you care? And I'm like... Because she didn't do nothing to y'all, you know. I had to take up for her because I would all, and she was always mean to everybody else. The girl was, but I kind of see why because she probably thought that we were all the same. Because it would even be times where I would try and you know talk to her, maybe start up a conversation, but she just was not having it. And I think because she knew I associated with the girls who made fun of her a lot, even though I didn't. 
But that day, I was just like, you know, leave her alone. Like, let her be. And my friends was like, okay, okay, you know, I know they kind of, they probably felt like, you know, maybe we should leave her alone. And she started talking to me after that. The girl who never talked, you know, she never talked. She started talking to me after that. And I think that was her way of saying thank you for doing that because, you know, it was sad to see. But anyways, bullying can be very traumatizing. So uh if you have any stories um about you being bullied in childhood let me know or if you were the bully let me know a story or a story where you said something when you saw somebody getting bullied which brings me to my next point childhood bullying but what about adult bullying can you be bullied as an adult like is that a thing is it a possibility for someone to be bullied as an adult So being bullied as an adult, is that a thing? Like, is that real? Like, let me know what you guys think about that. And honestly, my answer is I think you you can be bullied as an adult just the same way as kids can bully you. Adults do the same thing, honestly. I've had a couple jobs where um, people thought that they can say and do anything to certain people just because they've been there longer, they had seniority or whatever, and and they they would bully some of the newer people. I've seen that. So, um, does it count? Like, people probably think, oh, you're an adult, get over it. But I really think that can actually happen. So, um... What are some of your personal stories about childhood bullying, adult bullying? Were you the bully? Let me know. Leave me a message. Hit me in the comments. Let me know. Have you been bullied? Have you been the bully? Childhood or even as an adult? What do you guys think? Let me know. So once again, thanks for listening to the No Filter Podcast. Um, like I said, leave me a message in the comments, leave me a message. I might play it on the show. Let me know what you think. Childhood bullying, adult bullying, even what are your thoughts on the Keaton Jones story? But thanks again for listening and I will see you guys next time.